Welcome, dear listener, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories, the podcast where we alternate between spooky conversation and scary short stories. (laughs) Now, here's your host, Miss Cynthia C. Welcome, my spooky friends, to another delightful episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories. Today, we are doing some true ghost stories from a follower who sent me a bunch, so he must be like me. He must be, like, getting the hauntings all the time. But before we get into that, it is April, and during the entire month of April, I have decided to do a fun new thing that I've not done before. So as you guys might know from a few times on my episodes that I've mentioned it, I do have an autistic son and April is Autism Awareness Month. So during the month of April, if you go to truehauntings.com and you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there's this little button that I honestly forget is even there. It says buy me a coffee and it's three bucks and it's a three dollar donation button. Only one person has ever even used it. So I honestly don't remember it's there, but... During this whole month of April, every single time anybody donates three bucks to that button, I am giving that to an autism website called aane.org, and they are an autism um, support group that helps, they mostly help kids that are transitioning into adulthood that have autism. They help them get jobs, and they advocate for them, stuff like that. So my son is 18. And we are in that phase of life at the moment. So I know just what all that feels like, you know, job training and all that stuff. So this website helps with that, this organization. So everything you guys donate to me with that $3 button, I'm giving to them at the end of the month. So be sure and go to truehauntings.com, scroll all the way down and click that button to help some kids with autism transition into adult life. That would be really amazing, and it was near and dear to my heart. So, now that we've got that out of the way, we have a follower on the show with me today. What, what? Hi, Britt. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? So great. Super awesome. Britt is auditioning, you guys. She's auditioning to be my new co-host for the show because my sister Brick cannot do it anymore. She had to get a real job, so, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, gosh, what an honor, and I would love to talk to her to one day. I love listening to the shows that you guys um, hosted together, so what shoes to fill. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. It is a pleasure, a true pleasure. Oh, by the way, you guys, don't send me any more submissions. I love you guys, but I've got plenty. So, all right. So today, Britt and I are going to read off some stories. So here's the deal. All of these stories I've gotten from one follower. His name is Dean, and he submitted them through the website, which you can easily do. Um, There's a post on the website that says, submit your true stories. I read his first story already on another episode that is going to be a future episode. That is episode 62. So the one we're doing now is 59. 
So if you want to hear his first story, um, wait for episode 62, and it's on that one. I know it's weird. I recorded them out of order. No, this is great. They're going to be great in any order. Everyone's going to love them. I read through this first one we're going to read. No, they're going to be great. Awesome. His first story was, what? It was trippy. So, yeah. So, Britt, I think that you're going to read his um, story number two for us here. I am. And I actually get to be a listener. Yes. <laughs> I never get to just be a listener. And it's the first time you're hearing it, too. So, this will be great. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. It was exciting. Awesome. Family trip to my home country, Vietnam. I was 16. It was our first big family trip overseas. We were all very excited. Our trip there was for a month and we traveled almost everywhere. However, one place we went to will always stay with me, as they all do. On the last two weeks of our trip, we took a shuttle bus from South Vietnam to the very top of North Vietnam. One of the days we arrived late to a town called Da Lat. It's famous for growing all the Lunar New Year flowers, vegetables, and fruit harvested from its surrounding farmlands. It's also known to be the most haunted town in Vietnam. We were scrambling Mm. to find a place to stay, and the main problem was that because we were tourists, uh, we had to stay in the government-funded hotels only. My parents had no choice but to accept this rule and were directed to the hotel down the road. On arrival at this hotel, it was either empty or everyone was asleep at 9 p.m., but it looked and felt like we were the only ones staying there. My parents found a room that can facilitate everyone, me, my sister, my parents, my cousin, the driver, and the tour guide. There was also Hmm. a father and daughter tourist as well, but they slept in their own room. We were about to settle down to sleep. I wrote in my daily journal of all the things we did and what we saw. It was really cold that night and getting warm was really hard. So we had layers of blankets and clothes and knowing my parents were in the same room, I didn't see any problems from us sleeping that night. I wake up in the middle of the night, I reckon about 3 or 4 a.m., cold to the bone. I wake up to find all the three layers of blankets off the bed, all the layers of clothes stripped off and thrown off the bed, my socks thrown off both corners at the foot of the bed, but my pants were folded over the bed. So I was almost stark naked with just my socks. What? (laughs) (laughs) Thinking it was just a bad joke, I scrambled all my blankets to regain my warmth and eventually I fall asleep. Next morning, I ask everyone in the room, who's the funny guy that played the trick on me last night? Blank faces is all I got in return, except mom's face was different. She tells me that she too had an encounter of something with red eyes trying to drag mom Mm -hmm. under the bed and through a wall. We quickly packed up and left to find out that we weren't meant to stay there because it wasn't ready for people to stay there. And the place that we were meant to stay was just around the corner. Another fun fact of the building is that when we were there, we were told it was recently shut down and used to be a hospital. Mm. We feel ever since the Vietnam trip, things at home started to get a bit crazy. Mm-mm. I cannot imagine. No. <laughs> I always worry about visiting someplace and possibly bringing something home. In fact, I don't shy away from experiences. I typically welcome them. I don't, however, seek them out or 
have any desire to do my own investigating. So I like Mm. to leave that to professionals and hear their stories and tie it into history. Another subject that I love. Wow. I mean, I... That's unsettling. I think if I were in a hotel room with a bunch of other people and I just woke up naked, <laughs> I'd be like, um, and he, he just pulled the covers back on. He didn't get dressed again. I <laughs> guess didn't want to disturb any other family members, but why would the spirits choose him? I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's creepy. And his mom like got dragged under the bed or tried to like. Mm-mm. And no one else woke up. So I wonder if she's had these types of experiences before, if she didn't wake anybody up in the middle of the night. Maybe it was something that she was used to. Or Mm-mm. sometimes when we're scared, we don't react the way we Listen, think we're going to do. So <laughs> I'm just letting everybody know something with red eyes tries to drag my butt under the bed. You are going to be awake. <laughs> Everyone's going I'm gonna to be know. howling. That entire hotel's gonna know. <laughs> I'm gonna Everyone's be screaming going like a crazy know. person. So <laughs> that's also interesting because you hmm. would think that maybe there would be signs around. So there definitely seems like there could have been more at play. Something wanted them in that room. That's weird. This guy, I'm telling you, he's had some crazy stuff happen to him. I cannot even with this. Mm -mm. All right. Let's go for story number three. I have not read any of these. Neither have you at this point either. Mm -mm. So these are all new to us now. Okay. Number three, phantom callings. My dad would commonly call us from downstairs with a distinct whistle. No one could replicate it. If we were out and about and we lost sight of dad, he would just have to whistle and we would be able to find him. I would be upstairs doing my stuff and either I would hear it or my sister would. And on some cases we would both hear it knowing that he couldn't be home. So early we would be eager to see him, but then we would be met with an empty house. Hmm. So in their house, they just hear his distinct whistle when he's not home. Wow. Hmm. We hear that at my house all the time, but not whistling. We what happens to us is we will hear our son one of our sons call us, like mom or whatever, mm-hmm. and we'll answer and go to them and they're like, "Oh, we didn't call you." And then sometimes they'll just randomly come out of the room like, "Yeah, what do you want?" And we're like, "Nope, nobody called you." All right, so this one is no face girl. Ooh. Oh god, this sounds well, terrible you already. Can this one. That's perfect. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was dating this girl for almost 10 years. So glad we didn't marry, but that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On one night, she was staying over and had to pick up her mum in the city in the early morning. I love when people say mum instead of mom. (laughs) So cute. We both woke up to her alarm that rang at about 2.30 a.m.-ish, and we hugged and kissed, and then she left. I reckon, he likes that word, I reckon about an hour or so later, I woke up for whatever reason and looked over to where she was sleeping, expecting it to be empty. But to my surprise, I saw her still laying there with her back towards me. I thought to myself, oh, okay, she is still here. Must have been a false alarm. And then rolled back over to fall asleep again. I then realized, oh no, she's going to be late picking up her mum. 
I quickly turned back to wake her up, and to my shock and surprise, I saw her now lying on her back with both hands reaching for the sky. But that's not what my eyes were focusing on. My shock was solely on the fact that there was no face at all. I freaked out and jumped out of bed, flicked on the bedroom light, and was frozen stiff to see that the girl was gone but the bed still showed the imprint of someone lying there. I never went back to sleep that night, and that was the only time I saw her, and he's got her in quotes. One week later, I recalled the story to my sister, who had moved out years ago, and judging by her frozen stare back at me, she too has seen this ghost girl with no face. Her encounter was her hearing the ghost girl crying, and when she went about to investigate where the crying was coming from, she realized the crying was coming from within our parents' mattress. Oh, God. So she sliced the mattress open to find her face-to-face with the faceless ghost girl. Then my sister woke up. Wow. (laughs) Talk about validation. Having somebody else see it. Wow. So she was dreaming. The sister was dreaming that about the ghost girl because then it says she woke up. Mm -hmm. So she didn't really slice her parents' mattress open, I'm assuming. That was in the dream. That was in the dream. But how spooky is it that they both saw the same? Uh, Why was she in the mattress? Wow. No, that's going to be a hard pass for me. (laughs) But he saw her in real life. He saw her legit. And then his sister, like, dreamed her. Oh, that's weird. Wow. You guys are haunted. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we uh-uh. don't need an invitation, but keep sending the stories. Yeah, I mean, I fully Ooh. encourage <laughs> sending the stories, but his stories are scary. Better him than me exactly. on these. Exactly. My stories are mild compared to his. Mm-mm. I don't have any super scary stories other than my scaring myself. All my stories, thank goodness, are comforting, which is nice. Oh, okay. Some of mine are weird, you know, like surprising, but none of them are like scary. Yeah. Like I've never had something like come at me or, you know. <laughs> All right. Do you want to move forward to deja vu and premonitions? Sounds good. As the years went on, I kept getting deja vus, but it was always meant that I had to be cautious wherever I'm going or whatever I'm doing. A bit like spider sensors. On one incident, I was staying at my girlfriend's house, decided to call it a night and head home. It's about a 30-minute drive. I get a deja vu while I'm driving home. I always take it as a sign to change your direction or habits and be aware about who's around you. I thought, all right, I'll change lanes from far right to far left and slow my speed while my car is climbing one of the many hills. I see a car driving at high speeds without its headlights traveling on the wrong side of the road, my side Mm. of the road. It's three lanes each way, by the way. This car was in the lane. I was just on trailing the speeding car was about five police cars definitely counted my lucky stars that night never worked for the positive thought maybe i'd buy a lotto ticket but never won sad face (laughs) wow guardian angel wow 
Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, actually. That's really neat. Wow. How do you feel when you get those deja vu feelings? Um, I, I mean, I think it feels kind of cool, but I've never had anything like that happen. Now, one time, this is really silly and means nothing, but I had a, I, we had gone to like an ice cream shop and I had an ice cream, a couple of them, and I was kind of trying to get situated in the car and I put one on the floor for a minute. And as soon as I put it on the floor, I saw it fall over in my head and spill but before I even had a chance to think to myself, maybe I shouldn't leave it there or something, it fell over just like I had just seen it do in my head. And it spilled in just the same way. It's like I saw it seconds before it actually happened. Wow. But that's useless. Like, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> wow. But his is cool. How did he know that he should always change things up when he sees that. That's my question. I don't know, unless it happens so many times. And maybe after a while, he just thought, okay, something's going to happen. I don't know. Mm. I would never think that. I just pause and look around and yeah. kind of embrace it. But I makes me freeze. Luckily, yeah. it never happened when I'm driving. Yeah, that's that's really weird. That's strange. It's a glitch in the matrix is what it is. Oh, that could <laughs> definitely be it. All right, the next one, I mean the title, the title he gave to this next little short story, forget it. Half man, half bird, half beast. You guys. <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> I cannot with this guy. His stories are the best and if this stuff is really happening to him, which I think it is, I mean, that what? Oh, that last one sounded legit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Half man, half bird, half beast. Here we go. Unexplained noises at home had all of a sudden increased with bangs, whistles, and name calling, mainly me and my sister's names from both parents. We all ignored it as much as we could. Dad never believed it. He always tried to find a scientific explanation for all of them. My mom always denied it and always said it was my vivid imagination playing up. Within this time, I started experiencing what orbs, electroplasm, and shadow people are all about, and I started finding more and more info on them. My advice now, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was the trigger for the increase of the interactions of the spirits. I kept having really vivid nightmares that I couldn't wake up from, and one dream I had has stuck with me forever. It was raining heavily, and I had a feeling of someone outside watching my bedroom window. I sleep on the second level of the house. My bed sits right under the window. So I sit up and turn around to face the window, casting my eyes downward. There he was, in quotes. We locked eyes with each other instantly. What I still see is a male figure that has three clawed feet and from the hip to the neck is in its male form with a head of a crow, but looks like a mask. I feel like we were staring at each other for an eternity. And when I woke up, I was still in the same position. So he woke hmm. up sitting up in the bed, like facing the window, I'm guessing. That's what it sounds like. I do have to agree about the more research we do. Yeah. It's a little more frightening. 
so it had three claw feet and from the hip to the neck was in its male form with the head of a crow, but he thinks that was a mask. Oh my good night. I do not want to know what's under the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> head of a crow. That kind of reminds me of that one mask they used to use for like death yes, back in the day. Absolutely. I, I wonder, forget what the name of that is. I, know, I wonder if that's where it came from, especially if you're doing a lot of research and Yeah. I don't know. That might have been a fever dream or something. <laughs> I don't know. I had gone out for a motorbike ride with my mates till late at night, about 11 p.m.-ish. It was a typical night for me. Come home, turn off the bike prior to entering the driveway, come to a rolling stop, lock the bike, shut the roller door, enter the house from the side of the house. House was pitch black. I knew mom was sleeping. It was just my mom in there at the time. Dad was overseas for work. I stealthily walked through the house and worked my way up the stairs. Living in the house long enough, I know where to hit the right step so it doesn't creak. I got to my room without any incidents, jumped into the bed, and tried to get to sleep. A familiar sound came into the house. It's the sound of someone slowly walking up the stairs and hitting all the creaks on the stairs. My first thought was, oh no, I just woke up mom. I followed the noise up the steps to the foot of my bedroom door. There's a broken tile there and it makes a clunking noise every time. On cue, that noise rang out. My door handle turns and the door slowly swings open. Mm -mm. I had my back to the door knowing what mom was doing, either to check if it was me who came home or to check if I'm okay. I told her, hey mom, I'm sorry I woke you up, but I'm tired. No response, but then I hear the shuffling of feet to my bed, then the sensation no. of someone sitting on my bed. No. My bed sinks where she sits, and a warm hand is then placed on my shoulder to what I feel was to comfort me. I responded, mm -mm. I'm okay, Mom. You should go to sleep. I know it's late. Sorry, I'll talk to you tomorrow. No response. The hand is lifted and she stands up off my bed, shuffles back downstairs. I assumed maybe mom had to use the bathroom or something. I eventually slept. Next morning, I head downstairs and I see my mom awake making breakfast. I chirp up. Sorry, woke you up late last night. I tried not to wake you up. Did you manage to go back to sleep? Mom gives me a blank stare and says, what are you talking about? She fell asleep at 9 p.m. and had no idea what time you came home. We had one of those long pauses of confusion. We both agreed it may have been my grandmother on mom's side. So I go and light an incense candle for her to say a short prayer and be on my way. After a few more encounters, I completely shut all the encounters out. I ignored all the noises and voices and the deja vus because it was just tiring to have to deal with it all. I think I was able to shut it out for good 10 years or so. However, it recently came back into my life again. Mm -mm. Wow. It, he leaves us there? Oh, so, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't turn around. I get it. You don't want to make eye contact with your mom. You snuck in. You came in late. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-mm. Chills. Wow. That kind of goes along with his first story that we talked about in that other episode that'll be happening soon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Something else kind of stalks him at night, sort of. But it's creepier. Oh, it's wow. so much creepier than that. <laughs> his first story was crazy. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I have actually felt a hand on my shoulder, and it's a long story that I would love to share one day. But mm. it is just an odd feeling. I'm glad his was comforting. Mine was comforting. I'm glad his was comforting. I'm mm-hmm. glad this worked out okay for him. Mm. Seems like he definitely has a guardian angel. Yeah, I mean, somebody's hanging around for sure. I don't know. That's he he has a lot of activity around him. I wonder if stuff is um kind of drawn to him like it is to some of us, you know. It could be. Could be. Sounds like maybe you might have that too. Are is, are things drawn to you? I think so. And it's actually interesting that he said that he can shut it out. I have done that mm. before when I'm feeling overwhelmed with life and things in general. I kind of feel um, things happening or I see things or notice things. Um, and mm-hmm. I have had to shut it out before. It always comes back. Roller door. Recent incident. One night, I was staying up late, playing games on the PC. It was about 11 p.m.-ish. My wife had gone to sleep already. I knew it was late, but I was just pushing the time limit just a bit further. I had one ear in my headphones and the other ear open, so I could hear what's happening around me. So there I was, at my desk, gaming away. (laughs) Like a proper adult. (laughs) Until I heard it, this distinct metal scraping, dragging noise from outside in my backyard. Uh Uh-uh. I paused my game to look for the culprit. The noise seemed to stop every time I looked outside, so I brushed it off as a noise that an animal must be making. We have fruit bats commonly residing in the neighborhood. Trying to justify that a bat must be walking along the metal roof or something along that theory... So I continued playing my game. About a few minutes go by, and there it is again. That same metal scraping, dragging noise. I pause the game again. The noise continues for a little bit and then stops. My thought is, nah, this ain't right. I grab my torch. That's a flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) I grab my torch and scan my backyard. No, he's a caveman. He's got torches. It's pretty cool. So I grab my torch and scan my backyard. My backyard has my external double garage, a trailer that has carpentry equipment, and a car that I'm wrecking for parts. So I instantly think someone is trying to steal something off the trailer. I grab an empty bottle so I could throw it in the direction of the noise in hopes that it'll frighten the intruder. I threw the bottle and stood there with the torch on it and nothing happened. No noise, no issues. Maybe the noise is coming from the game. I unpause the game and listen to it for a while, and all you hear is car noises and background music. Okay, now I'm lost. I brushed it off for the third time and continued playing the game, but turned down the volume so I can solely be hearing what's happening outside. It happened again. I instantly paused the game, grabbed the torch, and headed outside. The noise was clear. It was coming from my garage. 
I flashed the torch to the entry of the garage, and to my shock and surprise, I saw the garage roller door fully open. I'm sure I eyed it before and nothing and saw nothing open. I scrambled to find a weapon of some sort and headed toward my garage. Armed with my torch and a pole, I yelled out, Oi, MF. <laughs> I guess he means oi, you know, uh-huh. bad word. Uh, while slowly walking towards the open garage door. I was able to slightly look into the garage to see my two road bikes still there and nothing else was out of the ordinary. But before I can register what's happening, the roller door then shuts right in front of me. Frozen stiff, I had no idea what to do. I ended up sitting in my driveway watching that garage door to see if it happened again. I think about 30 minutes went by and nothing happened. I ended up fighting with myself to whether or not I should investigate or wake up my wife or move my car and high beam the garage door while I investigate. I was truly scared. My biggest fear was that someone was hiding in there and could jump out at any time. So without thinking, I ended up calling it a night and hoping that it'll stay shut and I'll deal with it in the morning. So in the morning, I inspected the door and the contents inside to find nothing out of place. No signs of any forced entry of any sorts. No signs that anyone was there last night. So I pulled the plug on the roller door, and it's something I make sure I do every time I'm finished for the day from working in the garage. My logical brain then tries to solve this issue, and we think it's because there must have been a cross-frequency somewhere For example, my parents' house, one of the controllers of the ceiling fan triggers the doorbell to chime. That's awesome. So this roller door incident could be the same case, but it's never happened before, and no one on our street has an electrical roller door. It's all a manual panel lift door. I have tried to debunk it by leaving the power on all day and pressing all the buttons that I would have to press on that night, but it never happened again. Ooh, that could have been supernatural. Could have. I mean, that's an interesting story. Um, there are some possibilities for explanations, but this guy's so haunted that, I mean. <laughs> could be. I wonder if he said he's married now, so it's been 10 years or so, he said earlier. So I wonder if he's mm-hmm. in a place of peace and maybe they're saying, we're still here. Everything's mm-hmm. okay. You're Okay. Or he Mm -hmm. has an electrical outage. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think there are ways for criminals to get remotes that they can push. And it's like some kind of universal thing. And it'll open your garage or unlock your car or whatever. Oh, absolutely. I'm not quite sure how that works. But maybe, I I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting story for sure. And the dragging noise is creepy as crap. That is. I agree. I don't investigate outside nighttime noises. <laughs> <laughs> so in a scary movie, you would make it to the oh, end. Oh, I'm completely <laughs> safe in a scary movie. Oh, I'm safe with a group of people with all the lights on. My poor <laughs> husband, um, he will hopefully be okay. But uh, I will absolutely ask him to do the investigating. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I joke that I would probably die first because (laughs) I'd be like, what was that noise? I bet it was a ghost. And I'd be over there with my phone, like trying to record it or something. I I will 
I'll tell everybody's good story. I'll make sure the story lives on. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Poor Cindy. <laughs> she wanted to see what that noise was. Turns out it was a chainsaw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are really cool stories, Dean. Thank you so much for sending them. And I love the update. Yeah. Yeah. But we need to hear more about that weird lady. I need to know we do. that. We need to hear more about the weird lady and maybe some cameras outside uh, yeah. to catch the backyard or some other type of audio equipment. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious yeah. about the noise. Dean, here's what we need you to do. Okay. We need you to put cameras all around your property and audio and video (laughs) and send us regular videotape (laughs) please that's pretty cool i mean i have a lot of stuff happen too we do have cameras in my home but they're the kind that pop on when there's like motion detected or whatever so they don't just play all the time so they don't typically catch stuff because they're not sensitive enough oh interesting you know if I ever do manage to catch something on them, though, oh, we have of to course see. I will post it. We have to see. For sure. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us, Britt. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure, Cindy. Thank you. I am so excited and grateful to hear these stories and talk a little bit about them. Yeah, it's always fun. These are my favorite episodes, for real. So you guys definitely send us some more stories, because I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. Also, one last thing. You guys, if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcast, please jump over and rate me or leave me a review if you so desire. It helps me to expand my audience and spook more people because that is what I love to do. So until next time, I will spook you later. <laughs>